Hey, this episode was recorded back in August, a fun one we'd been saving. So because it's been a little while, I'll be giving you an update on the company behind this week's whiskey at the end of the show, including some very exciting news. This week, we take a step back in time as we revisit four whiskies from the New Zealand whiskey collection, which I tasted back in episode one. The South Island Single Malt, the High Wheeler, the Dunedin Doublewood, and the Mighty Omaruvian. Yep, it's only taken him two years. And I had to come all the way to Manchester to Nick's bar. But finally, I get to taste me some New Zealand whiskey. You got paid for that. As always, you can procrastinate to the highest standard of eye candy just by (laughs) checking out our social media platforms at Whiskey and Things Podcast on Instagram and at Whiskey and Things on Facebook and Twitter. And whiskey ain't cheap, so don't forget to check out our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash whiskey and things. You're listening to Whiskey and Things with Nick Kent and Dave Giles. Welcome to Whiskey and Things. I am Dave Giles. And I'm Nick Kent. I'm very uncomfortable. (laughs) We are in the same room, so this is very odd. We're in the same room. Um, Yeah, we don't really know what we're supposed to be looking at right now. It feels very alien. And all I know about this episode is that it's called Episode X. Yes. Oh, but first, welcome to the bar, Dave. Oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, it's been a long time. I've been here once uh, back in February 20. 20. 20. But I've got previous experience of this bar. I've got of numerous course. memories of this bar. Obviously, it used to belong to my dad. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's nice to be reunited with this piece of wood. Yes. Do you like what I've done with the place? Mate, I think it's great. I think it's absolutely great. I didn't have these shelves when you were last No, year, no, you're right. I, I, it caught me by surprise because although you see it on the camera every week, when you're actually in the room, it's completely different, obviously. Yeah. It's I mean, more... you popped around mine earlier this week. It's the same thing, right? You were, you were looking around being like, oh, thinking, yeah. Look, it's a up. lot more Lego, Yeah, is what I was thinking. <laughs> Whereas you've got whiskey boxes everywhere. Yeah, they're all everywhere. across the top of my kitchen cabinet. Which isn't and... normally in shots, so I don't think we get to see that. You don't that. see that? No, it's all, camera's always... You've shown me before, but again, it's being here is different, isn't it? Yeah. I would have thought you would have called it on the other webcam when I'm at my desk, so they're all at the back. It's yeah, different, it's different. Isn't it? it's, yeah, it's perspective. I mean, the room looks massive when you're over there. Yeah. Because of that camera's got a weird... The old wide out. Yeah. You're wide. saying I've got a small flat? No, it's lovely, mate. I'm very comfortable, very cosy sitting here right now. Well, welcome. Thank welcome you. back. Thank you. Um, yeah. Thank you. We're going to do a couple of episodes today. Yeah. Because we're... it's such a special occasion. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. Yes. This is very odd, though. It's very odd. I'm not looking at a screen. It's, no. Uh, it's just... Uh... I'm sitting at a bar. <laughs> I haven't got a keyboard in front of me. No. Is it must be weird for you then, yeah. A little bit. Well, I'm fine. Mm. I like this though, Nick. This is how I always wanted it to be. This is how it's meant to be. This is how it's meant to and be. And hopefully it will be one day with a guest and sitting down. Oh my god, yes. I had Ruse in here for episode two. I remember. Four I wasn't here. I didn't get invited. <laughs> it's tough, mate. <laughs> It's tough to get you up in, a, in an evening, whatever. It is hard getting me up. You're right. Run out of microphones. There's four of us. I could have brought microphones. I got them. <sighs> anyway. Anyway. Episode two. It's so weird, isn't it? We're now well over 75 episodes. Yes. This is only the second time we've done it. Granted, we did Bimbo, the, the, the distillery tour. Parts of that, well, the interview was obviously we were together. Yeah. But this is only the third time the two of us have been together for any of these shows. So it'd be first show... Show one, and yeah. even that wasn't all together. No. So this is the first all together show. Yes. Nuts. Seven. Well, we don't know what it's going to be. We've recorded this. What's the date? 
20th of uh, August. Yes. Um, yes. We're having some like put by everyone so we can have a week off. Yeah, yeah. I'm going on holiday in September. So oh, okay. we're making sure. This might be September. We don't know. We don't know. We might, get might really be busy another time. September. Exactly. Other a lot things of may come up. And stuff. Absolutely. That's, Lots of uh, things to look forward to. Or that may have already come out. Lots of things we've already had come out on the podcast. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sweet. Should we? Uh, you don't know what's going on. I don't do know what's going on. You haven't told me. You've planned a show and you haven't told me what we're doing. You've just put an empty glaring Karen on a coaster that says, <laughs> I respect wood. You better respect I this wood. I do respect your wood, mate. I, I told you. I was the first person to put a ring on this wood and I felt awful. I felt awful. And I had to go to, uh, I was to a shop and get some like wood varnish to get it out. Really? Yeah. And How I old did, were you? 21, 22. Quite old. It's be. 15 years old, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know how old that's it was. A long, that's a long time ago. But yeah, it was the, the the bar was brand new and I'd had a couple of cans of beer on it. So in Portugal? Yeah, and it ended up with some rings on it. Blimey. And I was then like, oh my God, what yeah. have I done? Wow. What have I done? <sighs> in my head, my, my brain was, was telling it. Going, but your dad was fine with it, wasn't he? He didn't know. Because I, cle- I cleaned it. Now, I told him after I cleaned it, I was like, just once I knew I got him out, I phoned up mum and was like, look, just so you know, I've left some stuff in the in the <laughs> stuff here in case you get any rings. It's really good. Get some off. Right, right. <laughs> but yeah, it was, uh, it was a moment. My head was just going, you've done a bad thing. <laughs> you've done a real bad thing. <laughs> but mm. let's do some good things, Nick, hopefully. Yes. What, what have we got planned? Right, well. Are you going to sting me? Let's then... do a sting. All right, okay, sting oh, me. Oh, I've actually got the thing here set up. Oh, oh fantastic. Wow, look, look at, at this. Whiskey. 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 So what am I doing now? Am I saying this week's whiskey? Is that Just what you want me to do? Say this week's whiskey. Okay, I will do. This, I'm up north. I can't do a northern accent. I can't, I'm not even going to attempt it. This week's whiskey. Well, as we've just been reminiscing a bit, and as it's your first time at the bar for friggin' ages, I thought it would be the perfect time. It's really weird looking you in the eye. <laughs> Sorry, I just got distracted. I was looking you in the eye. That's what she said. <laughs> Is that well, allowed? I don't know anymore. <laughs> okay. You ready? Yes. Yep. Yes. What are we doing? No. Oh, wow. Yes. What? We're doing all three. Get out of town. Get out. There's four. Hang on a moment. There didn't used to be four. There was always four. Was there always four? There was always four. I thought there was only three. You marvel at that for a second. What the devil is going on? Oh, I see what's going on here. So, um, Nick, I don't know if you know this, listeners. He's never mentioned it before. Nick went to New Zealand once. <laughs> you may remember from episode one, he talked. We had Matt Wicks on from uh, the New Zealand Whiskey Collection. Uh, Nick was there and he went in and tried some whiskies and he came back with these samples. Actually came back. But, um, uh, in these lovely boxes, yes. beautiful boxes. And you've opened one of them. I remember when you did that. I can't remember why you did that. Who did we have on? We didn't. We, we was after we recorded, I think for our Christmas show or something. So we'd acted like it was our Whiskey and Things Christmas party. Oh, yes. So oh, yes. And, and yes, you whiskies. did. I remember we were having, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, we had our parties because we were isolated, so we kind of had them by ourselves on Zoom. Oh, yeah. That but was yes. the night where the next day I turned, I had a couple of bottles of whiskey turn up because you talked me into buying them when I was drunk. Probably. Beautiful. Classic Kent. Um, 
So this is this is very special. So what I've plonked in front of Dave there. Am I is, allowed to check my notes now? You now you're fine. Yeah. Right, okay. Because I wasn't letting Dave see what we were doing. That was I've lovely plonked surprise. three 100 mil bottles in front of Dave there. Um, all whiskies from the New Zealand whiskey collection, where I went to uh, visit when I was in the South Island, Omaru, at the end of 2019. And yeah, so we have the South Island single malt there, the High Wheeler, the Dunedin and Doublewood, and the Omaruvian. I like how you change into your All Blacks top as well, though. Yeah. That's why Nick Nick just left me. I thought it's a really good, good fit on you, actually. It's all right. I'm sucking it in a bit. Are you? <laughs> Do you want to see it? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh well, you have been ill. Relax. You've been ill, so you haven't been able to, you know, I'll let you off. <laughs> okay. But it's still, still much better than my, my, uh, my spare time. Do you remember the really baggy tops? Yes. I was, was England the first to have the tight tops? No, I think it was the Southern Hemisphere teams. Really? Yeah, I think we copied them. It was 2003, the first World Cup where yeah. England had, had the... The tight top. Okay. Um, but I think I think the Southern Hemisphere had already been doing it. Um, but yeah, I prefer those tops because they're they're for a rugby fan, and bear in mind most rugby fans are a little bit rotund because they mm. like the Guinness. Uh, those old old school tops were very forgiving. Yeah. In that regard. Oh, the, definitely. The, yeah. The, they're the, baggy. And yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Beautiful. And actually, they're more like po- like well made polo tops, weren't they? Yeah. 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 They didn't necessarily look like sports tops. But now these, obviously, well, they cling, so they're harder to grab hold of. Yeah, I'm yeah. guessing that's that was the whole thing. It was there was this slippery and not so much material to, to grab. Yeah, when when trying to tackle. Wee. Um <laughs> So what we doing first then, Nick? Um, well, I thought um, obviously we had the interview with Matt Wicks in episode one. It was a bit buried though because it was our first episode. We didn't know a, what we were doing. It was a bit of a mess. Our feature whiskey that week was the Lagavulin Ten. Was it? No. The Freud 10, sorry. The Freud 10, I was yes. going to say. I can't remember having a Lagavulin 10. I don't think there is a Lagavulin 10. Yeah, I didn't think so. The Freud 10, sorry, that was our yes. first whiskey. So if people look at the episode, oh, that's what they're doing. But we had an interview and I did a tasting while I was there and it's kind of buried. So I thought we'd just do a bit of a recap of it and Dave can try them. Oh, this is amazing. Because he I hasn't. Could, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still sealed apart from one of them. And I remember my memories of this was I loved listening to this guy talk. It was amazing. But obviously didn't get to actually taste the whiskies. So... To now have the opportunity to hear him do his talking whilst tasting what I hope is four delicious drams. See what I did there? Bit of alliteration there, Nick. Do you like that? Devilishly delicious like drams. It's what we should have done for Tasmanian whiskey. See what you know, think always thinking I remember. Of well after the well after the moment. <laughs> I like that. Well, um, instead of me giving you a bit of a recap, I thought I'd let Bit of a recall back to that interview with Matt Wicks. Beautiful. I'll say up front, he no longer works there. He left um, some point in the last few months. But where I bought this as well, the cellar door, which is their shop in Omaru, has now closed down as well, unfortunately. Uh, May 2020, that went. Maybe a pandemic thing or or less tourism, that kind of thing. But uh, yeah, he has left. But we have this, and I'm just taking his kind of uh, his explanations of these whiskeys, etc. So yeah, is uh, Matt Wicks of New Zealand Whiskey Collection, but they call themselves company as well sometimes, depending on what you're looking at. Oh, so confusing. But uh, yeah, here's him describing what they do. Whiskey! Could you give me just a quick kind of uh, history of this place? This place is not distillery. New Zealand Whiskey Collection. So you acquired uh, some barrels a few years ago, I believe. We did, yeah. Not a distillery, but once was. Um, it was in Dunedin about an hour and a half south of here. And the distillery, unfortunately, went through tough times and Fosters from Australia bought them out. 
yeah. at a weak moment and should have kept the company going, in my opinion, and many others, but didn't and sold everything that they had off. So at the time, there were about 30,000 casks of whiskey, and most of those were sold off and blended with scotch, we believe, and sold to the Asian market, and the stills were disassembled and moved to the Cook Islands where they're producing rum with them now. I read that, yeah. And a very it's small amount... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a sin. Yeah. And a very small amount of whiskey remained in New Zealand, um, about 600 casks, and they were privately purchased by the Prestons and moved here to Omaru. Right. And they owned a winery in Tauranga called Mills Reef, and they took it upon themselves to take a lot of blended whiskey that was ageing in American oak and putting it into their red wine barrels that they'd freshly emptied. So it gives us a, a wide range of whiskey styles that we have here today, some of which have remained in the American oak casks for the entirety of their maturation, yeah. some of which have been in two types of casks, American oak to start and then red wine, wine barrels. So that's what we've got here in front of us at the moment. We've got right. four whiskies um, that we're going to be tasting, the High Wheeler, the South Island Single Malt, the Double Wood and the Omeruvian. So the first two are very traditional. They're aged in American oak only, and the, the second two that we'll try are aged in red wine casks. Yeah, you can kind of see that from the colour already, can't you? The colours, it's That's the beautiful. first... It is. It's the first thing that catches people's eye. They walk in and they see these bottles and they think that we're selling brandy or, yeah. or rum or something, and we have to explain to them, no, it is just the red wine casks. And I think the the... The depth of colour that we're getting from these whiskies is down to the fact that the wine casks are fairly local. Mm-hmm. They were probably almost wet to the touch on the inside of the oak when they were when they were filled. So unlike imported, you know, sherry or port casks that can lose a bit of character over time, these have got so much wine trapped in that oak that the whisky's pulled out. So the, the depth of colour and, and the flavour is unlike any sort of double wood that I've ever had before. Whiskey. So there we go. That was Matt Weeks, formerly of New Zealand Whiskey. Company, gas collection. I love listening to that guy talk. Yeah. I did at the time. It's great to revisit. I'm really glad you put, you've done this. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, I'm doing it in a, in a different order. I'm switching the front too, and I'll explain later why I'm doing that. But we're going to be starting with the South Island Single Malt. Um, so, yeah, as you said, there's Willow Bank Distillery, shut down, etc. This is 100% malted barley because it's a single malt. And have a sniff. 25 years old. Yes, that was a big thing I just missed out. The 25-year-old, yes. Lovely. Well, as soon as I put my nose on it, I was like, wow. Yeah. And apparently, um, continuing the tradition of their multi-award-winning 18, 21, 23-year-old expressions. Got a 25. So, I don't know, maybe we'll get a 30 at some point. Oh. Mate, that just smells delightful, doesn't it? There's a lot of wood in there. Are you getting all the wood, which brings out nuttiness in the, on the nose? For me, it's a lemony zestiness. Oh. Oh, 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 absolutely. Mm. That's a beautiful experience on the nose. Get me a scented candle with that, please, Nick. I wonder if I'll say that about all four of these. Probably will, won't you I? You said it's about every whiskey we've done every week. New Zealand scented candles from the South Island. From Omaru or Oamaru, depending on who you speak to over there. I need to try and remember, like, take all this in so I can compare the four. Yeah. That's going to be important, isn't it? Well, I've got a clip of Matt talking about this, actually. The whiskey. So the South Island single malt, this is a 25-year-old. And um, again, the age just throws people out. They're not expecting to try something of, of this of this age. So this is a single malt whiskey. Um, it's not coming from a single year, though. There is whiskey in this mix from the late 80s and early 90s. Now, it's all single malt. It's all from the same distillery. Um, but there is whiskey there featuring from 1988 through to 1993. Mm. 
So it's a blend that we've crafted oh, wow. on site. It's lightly pieces. You'll get a little bit of that smoky flavour, more on the nose than on the palate. So with the ageing, is it um, are the laws the same here where the youngest barrel has to be the age which goes on the bottle? That's right, right, yeah. So whenever we blend whiskey together, even if it's a single malt or a blend, we have to use that youngest age. Yeah. Um, that's still the, the one thing that's different here, though, is the minimum age, and that's two years. So New Zealand and Australia, oh, really? two years, yeah, for a single malt whiskey, which if we were ageing it in a, you know, your standard bourbon cast, 200 litre size, is really not a lot of time so that would be a smaller cask that we've yeah. used like the one that's sitting behind me at the moment that's a 20 litre cask and that produces a, a beautiful single malt in two years Wow yeah because it's more concentrated more surface area compared that's to right. what's in it yeah. and we do have, not so much today because it's still a little bit chilly out there but we do have a, a warmer climate overall uh, the same as Australia so hence our whiskies uh, take a shorter time to, to mm. mature oh, nice. yeah. That's very 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 nice it is, and yeah. unfortunately, you know, the peaty flavour is it's very, very subtle. Mellow. It's very subtle, very subtle. but that's a, it's a scary flavour for a lot of people. People come into the shop and I say, what whiskey do you like? And they don't tell me what they like, they tell me what they don't like, and peat is still a flavour that does put a lot of people off, but mm. this is a nice gateway whisky. It's, it's very subtle. New Zealand peat is very subtle. There's only a handful of distilleries that have ever peated malt in New Zealand. And it's it's very easy. It's very smooth. It's very light. It doesn't. It's not like an ashtray or an old chimney. No. Things. There's a definite scent I haven't smelt before, and mm. a taste I haven't smelt with anything else before. Yeah. It's almost like a spiciness, or a, I don't know what it is. It's, I'm trying to put my finger on it. But. Some people do pick up a light spice here, and you know maybe that does no, come fruit. back to it's the fruity. Yeah. That could also come back to the to the peat that was used because the the flora and fauna the the, the plants that make up this peat are different to what you're going to find in Scotland and yeah. anywhere else in the world, um, so that could influence the flavour as well. But yes, yeah, light spice is something that people get from this this one too. The whiskey. So there, it's great hearing you talk. Oh mate, yeah, no, don't, don't. Every year that was two and years half. ago, yeah. nearly, probably. <laughs> that was at the end of October. That was. That's nuts. Because you don't have yeah, like. I didn't know what you're saying is right, someone. but you just don't know, you don't know the language. Yeah, do I don't you? know what to say. Yeah. Oh, that's really nice. <laughs> no, no, sorry. <laughs> oh, that's why the barrels because they're smaller because of surface area. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know about that. Oh, I might know something about that. I'm going to get that in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, I hopefully, hopefully, I've come on a bit since then. Um, I don't know what that spicy thing I was getting on back there, but it's very this. It's sweet in the nose, but dry in the mouth. Yeah. For me. Um. This is I've, you've got written down here. That's forty percent. Is that what it says on the label as well? Is that a mistake? Because no, it that's fit, it. in the mouth, mm. it feels like the way the flavors open up reminds me of stronger whiskies we've had that I love. The, the, you know, it's one of those yeah. why I normally like a higher percentage ABV because it opens up in your mouth in a mm-hmm. different way. Maybe the age, I'm not sure, but it, it, it's doing. It's it's giving me that vibe of just like almost exploding on the tongue, not like the higher ABVs do. Yeah. Lots um, of flavour. No, he's good. That's fine by me. I was just offering Dave another pour. He's like, no, I'm good. No, oh, I'm looking at the fact we got we got a few few more. Uh, yeah. This is this is super tasty. Isn't that nice? Super tasty. Um, and yeah. I didn't when I said higher ABV. It, it's not because I feel like it's F, like uh, the burn yeah. is more or anything like that. It's just the what the, the way it reacts on your tongue. Yeah, is similar to those higher ABVs. Um, I think that's in fact I, I, it's 25 years old. It's just it's nice. The, the one thing I would question is is that. I mean, he's talking about a subtle peat. That's incredibly subtle peat. I'm getting hardly any of that, if, if at all. I'm, it's not something I'm going, maybe a little bit on the aftertaste, 
but not while I'm drinking it and definitely not on the nose. For me, it reminds me a bit of that Cotswolds peated cask. For me, where it wasn't like a big peat, it was just a subtle cask thing. Yeah, maybe. maybe. I, I felt but like that was well, more peated than this. As well, at the end, he saying that their peat might have different plants in it. So of I, course, it's different. It's going to be picked and peat stuff or half the world away. Half the world away, exactly. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you nearly broke out into slog there, didn't you? <laughs> nearly. Well, that's what I used to do in my flat when I'm on my own. I'm bursting into song all over the place. Oh, you're so musical theatre, Nick. Oh, I know. <laughs> La La Land is what, the, is what this place is called. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what else we got on this? Um, yes, good news, everyone. Um, you're able to purchase this in the UK. Oh, wow. If you want. Um, Whiskey Exchange. Have Ooh. it on there. How much do you think, Dave? What size bottle is it? 35 cl. So half, half of a standard bottle. Of course. All the way from New Zealand. All the way. 20, yeah, you 25 get years old. Well. Yeah. What, 60 quid, 70 quid? 35 cl, 150 pounds. Okay. It's a 25-year-old. Yeah, no, that's a very good point. So I have under... I sp- and there's not much of it. Yeah, as no. you said, it's come from this limited stock of barrels from this no. distillery, which is closed. And it's obviously getting older and older. They've taken a certain batch of 25-year-old and then maybe aging the rest. Not sure, but yeah. When this uh, stuff's gone, it's gone. How do you feel about that price? It's a lot of money. For me, it's a great souvenir and I will kind of savour it. I don't know if what, I would... Was this a lot cheaper than that when you were there? Or was I'm not going to lie, all these whiskies, I didn't look at the price really. Right, okay. It was, I'm on holiday. I'm buying some whiskey. I want these four that yeah, I tried. Yeah, 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 absolutely. 100 mil, they come in lovely boxes and they were great because they're they great are for packing. Because yeah. again, I had, to, I had to get all this stuff home. So I didn't look, to be honest. So you can't remember. Because no. cars, to me, that seems steep for the flavour profile. Mm-hmm. I really love it, but that's a lot of money for this flavour. Yeah. And I feel like we've It'd had... Be a, probably a lot less over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, and I'm looking at the four, and I'm di- and knowing my memory of what you said about them, is that if the others are available, I think I would go for one of the others because they're slightly different yeah. compared to this one. And I'm, I'm not talking this down, I'm just talking in terms of value for money. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and of course, the shipping costs and the, and the customs and all that kind of stuff, is, and... and as we've already discussed, all the other all the other things. Yeah, yeah that is a lot of money. But uh, there we it go. is a beautiful drop, though. So... It's a lovely drop. Yeah. Oh, this is ex-bourbon cask, by the way. Full maturation. Do I... do? I, would I spend that? I don't know if I would. Well, let's go on to the next one. Then we yes. can kind of round yes. them up at the no, end. No, absolutely. Good idea. Good idea. What, what we got next, then? Well, the next three... I'll sw- switch those around, because the next three are interesting, because they all start off as the same spirit but they've been matured in different ways. They've had different casks and they've been matured for different periods of time and they're different ABVs, etc. But they're three very different, very different whiskies. Right. I'm going to clear up a bit afterwards, but I'm just going to play. The next one we're going to do is the High Wheeler. Um, single wood aged. So 100% in ex-bourbon. Yeah. And yes, I'll uh, just let Matt talk about this one as well. So this is a 21-year-old, and that blows people away to start with, because finding 21-year-olds for $8 a glass now is is very (laughs) rare. Um, It is a blended whiskey, and unfortunately, the B word still scares a few people off, and it shouldn't, because it's it's a beautiful whiskey. Yeah, it's lovely. It smells great. Yeah. So what this is, is it's a blend of single malt and grain spirit, so made from unmalted barley and malt barley, aged in American oak for the entirety. It's bottled at 43%. 
Um, but it's just a nice whiskey to start with. It's a good palate opening whiskey. It's nice and clean and fresh. It's got subtle fruit flavours coming through, pears, pineapples, and of course that, that vanilla on the nose that we're familiar mm. with with that toasted oak. Yeah. You're listening to Whiskey and Things. Yeah, yeah. That toasted yeah. oak we're all familiar with. Yeah, Nick. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's interesting because I wonder at that point whether you knew about the difference between grain and malt. Did you know at that point? No. I think at that point I was, um, it was early interviewing people at all. And I was thinking of the next question in Rather than really listening. Rather than properly listening. Yeah. Um, or I was thinking about levels and stuff because we weren't, I was new to this, everyone. So, so just saying, this. yeah, 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 yeah every yeah. now and then to make it seem like you're listening. But also trying to sniff it and taste at the same, at the same time. time. Yeah. It's very, it's quite difficult, everyone. Um, so yeah, as you said, it's a mixture, but here's where it gets a bit odd. Not odd for me. I'm not going to get into like, too anal into um, categories and stuff because we've just come off talking about the uh, the woodsman and I'm a bit tired of it to be honest. But um, they say this is a master blend. I'll bring that up again later. Of seventy percent single malt and thirty percent premium grain whiskey uh, made from unmalted barley, as he said, and then aged for full twenty one years in the ex bourbon American oak casks. Yeah, for me, he, he calls it a blend, but it's I wouldn't call it a blended whiskey if we're going like with the way Scotch categorise things, that would still be a single grain whiskey because it's from the same distillery. Um, yeah, it says here, um, years ago at Willow Bank Distillery in Dunedin, uh, a batch of whiskey was made in the distillery's column still using a malty barley. Fantastic. This single grain whiskey was then blended with 70% of their single malt, same distillery, and placed in American oak ex-bourbon barrels. 21 years later, this is the high wheeler. For me, that'd be a single grain whiskey if we were talking Scotch because it's from the same distillery. Um, I don't know whether they categorise things differently over there. They he's called it a blended whiskey just because they blended grain with with single malt. But as well, I'm wondering. It sounds like they did it when it was new make. Again, I don't know. Sounds like the way he was talking. That's the way they've done it. So I've actually invented a new category. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, called single blended whiskey <laughs> to describe. <laughs> These next three, which I think is is much more. So they're clearer. all they're all the same. We've got a bit of grain in and a bit of malt. The three of these are going to be seventy percent of the single malt, thirty percent of that grain whiskey. Just finished different. Yeah, yeah. And this one's this one's a bit older. This is twenty one years old. So it was interesting. He said twenty one years old. And I'm sorry, I'm going to go straight to the value. Eight dollars, eight dollars a glass, which yeah. is about four quid, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or f- five US dollars if you're if you're over there. Um. So actually, that's that's a reasonably that's a I haven't tried it yet, but yeah. that's a standard whiskey price. Yeah, do you, know, do you want to know the price now of the bottle in the U? You can't get it in the UK, but right, I've got okay. a U, New Zealand dollars thirty-five cl again is a hundred New Zealand dollars, which is about fifty, 50 quid, quid plus import taxes, of course, if you want it over here. But it's fifty quid a bottle out there for half a bottle, so hundred pound for a standard size. Again, a twenty-one-year-old. Interesting, twenty-one-year-old. It's a bit unique mm. on the nose. I'm, I, I feel like it's kind of similar to the one before. Maybe um, I am. Got left. Um, I am definitely getting a bit more. Well, you get a lot. It's more vanilla in the first one. In the last one was more vanilla than this one. More vanilla and citrus. In the in the yeah in the South so Island, I would agree. This this one is definitely more nutty. Yes. Yes. Correct. Um, Not in, correct, but I agree. Yeah, I concur, David. I, can, I concur, Your excellent, Excellency. <laughs> Uh, anyone who's played Civilization Two will, will appreciate that reference. Um, I have not. <laughs> uh, so yeah, let's let's try it. Oh, well, 
I love the mouthfeel. Oh my god. It doesn't explode like the other one did. Um but it's longer on the finish. I prefer this one. I don't know. I, like I prefer both. this one. I'm They're both very light mm. in terms of um well it's not like a sherry bomb or anything. You know what I mean? That's what I mean in light. Getting very old, light colour too, actually. The old um cubed sweets like cola cubes and pineapple cubes, particularly probably pineapple cubes on this one actually. Um, it's sweeter for me yeah definitely yeah. sweeter which is probably why I, I prefer it mm. without being Joe you know, it does remind me of the Yatlika oh yes okay yeah I feel you um, it's weird the, the whiskies we've all tried like the Yatlika and the other uh, McMirror one Bjorksav yeah the Bjorksav especially that one that's my go to Lemoncello or whatever I, that's the one I go back to it's like um, yeah, I've got yeah. the um, Douglas Lane Epicurean and that's like bam straight back but that, that's that. why I was saying the fruit the citrus fruit sweets yeah. was that kind of limoncello that I mean it absolutely makes sense the sugary sugary goodness with some with some citrus and uh, just loveliness I, I mean I'm a big fan of that what are we at we are at uh, 43% so a little bit stronger and weirdly it does, yeah I mean not that make that's too much, that difference. much difference that's so drinkable Nick bit of pear yeah pear drops that's my point. All those sweets that... Yeah, a bit of floralness as well. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, Nick. You enjoy yourself. A, this is a treat. This is a real treat. And both of those are just special, aren't they? They're yeah. really special. And But, and I will say this at this point, I'm not feeling New Zealand in it. Okay. Like this, now how we often talk about having different countries have had their different flavours of, of different yeah. styles, particularly that French one we had, which is way out there. And, mm-hmm. Um, obviously American whiskey is, is different these if, if you had blind tasted test me and he said where these are from I probably would have said somewhere in Scotland probably uh, which could be Lowland Lowland yeah exactly what I was just about to yeah. say um, and that doesn't mean they're bad it just I don't, I'm at the moment struggling to to figure out what's New Zealand about them yeah because um, again it's ex-bourbon casks yeah single malt yeah again we won't get into the terroir argument or barley I'm guessing doesn't say well I've been reading recently in a book I've been reading uh, barley doesn't make an effect on the taste answers in the comments um, <laughs> opinions. opinions opinions please um, but, but it, perhaps they should have uh, used more of the on the, on the last one uh, maybe having more of that New Zealand peat would have been more interesting maybe just because it would have been a bit more unique compared to other yeah. peated whiskies. yeah but, uh, um, but it's, it's not to say that either of them are bad. I'm just uh, using the same process I've used before when we've tried other world whiskies, like the Bjorksav or, or, or whatever, you know, and I know I said this is like that Swedish whiskey, but only in terms of the fact it's the sweetness that you got from that Bjorksav. Mm-hmm. But essentially, um, this also just tastes like scotch. Yeah. But very good scotch. Very nice scotch. Very, very good scotch. Anything else I've missed here talking about it? Apart from calling it a single blended whiskey. What what do you um, think of the labels though, Nick? I like them. Yes. Um obviously I've only got the little bottles. They're quite cool. They do look they don't look Scottish. No. That's what I like oh, about yeah, them. I agree with that. Mark Mark Browning wise, they're they're very different. Yeah, they brought in a guy and obviously they've got the the map of New Zealand on on it. As oh yeah, well, the boxes the boxes that came in are fantastic. Yeah, they've got a map of New Zealand and um, little stories and stuff in there. Show where they where they come where from. Where they come from? Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, they don't look like Scotch stuff. They do have a Kiwi vibe to them. 
So like, cause they, yeah, they, again, they brought in the guy to completely, because they did, um, so obviously this was from a distillery before. So they came in and then some guy rebranded the entire thing. Uh, let me read this bit. Greg called in two Tazzies. I should explain who Greg is. It all started, a little bit of backstory. Again, I wasn't going to do this, but as we brought up the branding. It all started in 2009 when Greg Ramsey, who uh, had recently managed the development of Nant Distillery in Bothwell, don't know where that is, heard of these 443 barrels of matured aged New Zealand whiskey. After evaluating the stock, um, he knew he was onto something special and immediately brought together a group of investors to purchase the entire stock. Um, Greg called in two Tazzies, Tasmania. I don't know about Tasmanian yeah, whiskey. Yeah, I do yeah, now. Absolutely. <laughs> Go back and listen to episode one if you want. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, ready to, there we go. Brought in two Tazzies, ready to revitalise the branding. Production manager and designer Tom Holder reinvigorated the bottles with fresh modern packaging. Meanwhile, Benalla Boy, I'm guessing that's a thing in New Zealand, Troy or Tassie, Troy Trewin, or Trewin, Troy Trewin, Trewin, Troy, that's a mouthful. Troy, Trewin, 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 Troy Trewin, Troy Trewin. Ah, Troy Trewin. I might leave all this in. Troy Trewin. Troy Trewin. That's the most Irish sounding name ever, isn't it? Oh, Troy Trewin. Anyway, that guy, Troy, relocated to Hobart after a long stint in Omaru and sought channels that today see the whiskey collection available across Canada, Australia, the UK, EU, and US. But yes, that was a long-winded, which I wasn't going to say. I would have edited that down. But there we go. But yes, they do look. They look great. To me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's move on to the next whiskey. Sweet. So again, this is the same spirit. This is the Dunedin Doublewood. And uh, here's Mr. Wicks once again. Right, number three, double wood. Double wood, yeah. So this a bit more is color on this one. A lot more color, yeah. This is a strange one. Now this is, hmm, how to describe it? It is a whiskey at heart. It's a good whiskey though, and the reason I say it's a good whiskey is because it's a. It opens itself up to new ways of thinking. Um, a lot of people come in still, and they're not fans of whiskey. They may have been put off by something in the past that they don't like, but this whiskey here has got such a broad flavor to it that it appeals to whiskey drinkers but non-whiskey drinkers as well. The red wine barrel has had a huge influence on it. It's local red wine, New Zealand Pinot Noir, ageing in French oak. And it's transformed the flavour from essentially what was the first whiskey that you had, the high wheeler. This is the same spirit, but right. the red wine barrels changed it. Yeah, completely. Yeah. yeah. So instead of that fresh tropical fruit and citrus and vanilla, that's gone and you get this uh, Christmas cakey, cherry, raisin sort of flavour yeah. coming through. Hmm. If you ever remember mum or, or grandma making a Christmas cake in the kitchen, it smells like that. You walk into the house and you get that warmth of that baking smell. Yeah, totally. That's what I get with this whiskey. You're listening to Whiskey and Things. There we go. Well, on the nose, I mean, I'm guessing New Zealand Christmas cake smells very different to English Christmas oh! cake. Because that doesn't remind me of Christmas cake at all. But that's glorious. It's glorious though, oh. isn't it? It's and so that, sweet. That's weird as well. Although I'm smelling the same whiskey I smelled back then, the smell of the wood in that shop would have made it smell different. The smell of the wood here. Yeah, yeah. It might, um, might be, there's less influences around here. I mean, that's just delightful, isn't it? Again, as you said, that's not like anything else. Do you know what this also reminds me of? I was thinking this of? when you said, sorry to interrupt, when you said it doesn't smell New Zealandy. I was thinking these ones might be a bit the, different. The, these, these 
This is controversial, right? Do you know what this reminds me of? That's not like you. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know when you got those pens that smelt really good? The, the highlights. highlights the the, the, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> that you'd sit there sniffing because no, they smelt really good. Oh, I can see there's a there's a bit of sulfur in this. Sulfurness, but not. It's not overbearing. It's, it's not a bad. No, not it's not sulfur, sulfur. Yeah. But a good, a good glue, good glue smell. Like when glue smells good, but this not, is what. Yeah, not bad glue, Hague smell. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good, bad glue. Yeah, bad glue. This is good glue or good pen, you know, good, uh, good, good sharpie smell. Yes. So, um, as he said, where are we on my notes? But it's really dark. Dunedin Doublewood. Again, same spirit. 18 years, but a bit, bit younger. Bit younger, 18. So here, here's the journey for that. That was six years in American ex-bourbon casks, standard. Um, I love this. So six years in that. Finished in French Oak X New Zealand red wine cask for 12 years. years. So it's finished longer than the initial <laughs> maturation, which I thought was quite funny. Oh man, I could smell this all day long. Mm. That's an enormous flavour. Mate. Oh, I haven't tasted a Scotch like that. This is similar to that French whiskey. The Brin. The Brin. But this is better. You got some of that in your bag. I do have some of that in my bag. Is that white wine finish? Is that no, Chardonnay? No, that was um, cognac. Ah, okay. Cognac. Oh, there's stuff on the nose here I can't pick, but it's beautiful and it's unlike anything I've had since this. If you don't like sweet whiskies, this is not for you. This is very sweet. But still essence of that tannin... Yeah, I think it's got, a bit, it's got a little wine. bit of dry, yeah, a little bit of the dryness from the red wine, but but not over, not overbearing at all. Actually, no, it's a lovely flavour. But, it's but a this big is this, this is what I want, Nick. This is what I wanted. Yeah. This is what I was talking about after the last one. Something unique. Something's like okay, this is how New Zealand does whiskey. Well, yeah. uh, you know, and it is. It's New Zealand wine, finished New Zealand wine barrels. So it's clearly got the different. Different flavour profile as a result. Something we've never had. We, yeah, I just said it's similar to the French one, but it's not the same at oh, all. Oh, no, no, but, no. But yeah. the, that French one is crazily different to, to other things we've had, which is why I'm saying it's out there like that. Some whiskey purists will probably hate this. Mm. I'm not that guy. <laughs> I love this. This is amazing. Well, it's weird how Matt said. He's like, it's kind of weird how he said it. He's like, it is a whiskey, but this and the other, because it is very different. And it, as he said, it might appeal to people who don't like whiskey that much because it is quite different but it's just that red wine 18 years hey, 12 years 12 years in a red wine cask and as well like i drove to where those vineyards are i, could, I did that in like less than a day they're so yeah, close yeah, yeah, they're yeah, just yeah. up there they're fresh they haven't been shipped halfway across europe as he said wet to touch yes uh when, when the whiskey would have been poured in yes when you taste the next one trust me you're gonna be like oh yeah that makes that makes a lot of uh, sense but uh, um, this I'm, one... I'm really loving the, the, I'm loving this. The thing is with this one, um, it's out of stock with them in New Zealand and it's also, you can't get this version of it in the UK at all. Oh. So this is kind of it. Wow. Yeah. So again, Yo. you're welcome, Dave. Oh, I appreciate that. 40% again. Do you think this tastes like a 40%? I think this is, tastes more like a 40% than the first one did. Okay. Uh, it has a lot more flavour. Yeah, but still richer flavors. Yeah, absolutely. Rich, rich is the right right word. And mm. I, and I, there's yes. a toffiness. And oh yeah, it's it's sweet as hell, and it coats the mouth. Yeah, sweet, as but not hell. over sweet. Oh, this is great. Enjoying that? Absolutely, mate. That's that's so special. Again, it's a seventy. This is a what they would call a blend: unmalted barley and malted barley. 
75-30. You've got the grapes. I mean, it's a long finish. Grapey as hell. Mm. Grapey as hell is an expression I don't think I've ever used in my life. There we go. <laughs> so it's a little bit grapey, this one. <laughs> I love grapes. Did you ever used to play the game when you were a kid of how many grapes you could fit in your mouth? I mean, it's pro- probably all kinds of wrong in terms of, I know that grapes are a risk of choking, but I, we used to stuff them in oh, God, try yeah. how many we could get, get in. And- no, I did it with Pringles. Ah. Salt and vinegar ones. God, my eyes were ste- streaming. <laughs> so what was with you for that? No, maybe not. I don't know. If, I can't remember doing that. Grapes. How many grapes you can get in your mouth? What Love it. it. What was it? I, no, I can't remember now. It was years ago. But I just remember the game. Every time, <laughs> squeeze them in. Wow. Well, didn't die. That Luckily, I didn't die. Shall we move on to the last one? Yeah, let me have a like, final sip of this, though. This is so good. You might oh, to compare, because these two are related. Very much so. This is one I've tried at Christmas. Um, yeah, we're going on to the Omeruvian, everyone. Great, it's just a great name as well, isn't it? It's a great name. Omaru. Ah, oh, the blue penguins are there. That's where I saw the blue penguins. Anyway, here's Mr. Wicks once more um, to talk about this one. Oh, yeah. Love that whiskey. The last one's my favourite, though, so I'll be interested to see how you feel with that That is one. dark. It is dark. The Omeruvian. It is a big whiskey. So the double wood that we just had, that's, that's 40% strength. Um, the Omeruvian is cask strength, so that's 55.8. 55. 55.8%. <clears throat> so this is, I liken the Doublewood and the Omeruvian to a piece of music. They're both the same. They're both the same piece of music. But the Omeruvian, we've got the volume, we've got the bass, it's been turned right up, so everything's amplified. Yeah. Those flavours are much bolder. You don't get the slight light spice. It's like a punch in the mouth, but then it gives you a nice big hug afterwards. It's more subtle on the nose for me. Okay. I can't get as much. Yeah, that one mm. seemed to be a bit sharper in the nose. But interesting. Then again, the palate may have adjusted over over that time, mm. and you've you've become accustomed to those flavours. That's why the double wood would have been quite sharp initially, because you've yeah. gone from something quite light and peaty to very berry and, and raisin flavoured. But it's much thicker this one. It's got oh yeah, it is. There it is. There it is. <laughs> and it explodes into the sinuses too. Yeah, everywhere. Yep. Kind of taste the tannins in it as well a bit. You do. You get yeah. a real drying sensation Definitely. as well. And there's a real journey on this whiskey. It starts off very bold and, and almost sharp, and then that mellows out, and you get the drying, the tannins, but then you get this little sweet warmth at the end, and it just sits there. It yeah. doesn't go away. There's those berry, those raisin flavours, they just sit there. Mm. A little goes a long way with this whiskey. I respect wood. So, uh, what I like there is every time he says berry, I think he <laughs> says beery. Beery? Beery. I'm like, oh, what, beer? Oh, no, he's saying berry. Yeah. But interesting. So we were smelling that as as he was saying that. And I agree with you, Nick. It is more subtle on the nose. And I did the whole reset your nose thing that you that you taught me how to do. Mm. I think it is more subtle on the nose. And and your colour, is it's twice as dark as the other, the other one. So, yeah, this is basically the same. This is the double wood, but not proof down. Yeah. So that other one... Um, was 40%. It smelled... Very fruity. This one brings back the woody stuff that we had in the first two and the nuttiness that we had in the first two, in my opinion. Yeah. It's quite a bit like mahogany furniture. Yes. But oh. with a with a hint of of pen. <laughs> you and your pens. I love those pens. I, 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 you know, this this is reminding me of those. Can I smell the first one again, Nick? I know you've got a tiny bit yeah, there. You may. 
So this oh, was oh the first of the spirit or the, the first no yeah yeah the first, first so this was the um, South Island yes and the second one the uh, the High Wheeler the High Wheeler which is a great name for a whiskey I love that love this he's drunk all his own and he wants to smell on the wine unbelievable you did give yourself extra pour I did not well, you oh did maybe it the first one. one oh maybe the first one got carried away so it smells a lot more like the second one okay. Plus, uh, same spirit. Same spirit, yeah, absolutely. And um, younger than the first one, 18. No, yeah, 18 years rather than It feels 21. like on the nose that the, the whole red wine thing has had less of an impact than, than the double would. On the nose. Okay. Well, perhaps, you know, when, you pr- when you've got a really strong whiskey and you put your water in there and suddenly other flavours pop out. That's what's happened there. Yeah, that would make sense. You know, when that it's would a bit make too sense. strong, I'm going to sip you. Whereas this is a cast strength, I'll so therefore what, it hasn't had that process. It hasn't had that. So we'll maybe go for that experiment in a little while once we've had some yes. of this as is. I'm not going to lie, when I just poured it, it was like syrup. It was like I was pouring glucose syrup or honey or something. Not Obviously not that much, but I definitely noticed the thicker, the thickness, everyone. I talk. Oh, I got a vocabulary. God. Mate. Holy hell. I'm oh my God. Mate. Mate. For me the tannin hit straight away. The drying tannin. But that's the Oh my God. It does the thing that I like oh, I like high, high ABVs for, it explodes in your mouth. Beautiful. It is a bit dry. I don't mind that, but not overly dry. It's dry without being I need some water afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um Oh my God, so much flavour. Oh my God. All the flavour. Oh my God. Again, this was six years in the ex-bourbon, finished for 12 years in the uh, French oak, New Zealand red wine casks from uh, literally an hour up the road. Sorry, so just on a real... Remind me, what's the difference between this one and the other one? Between the one we just had? Yeah. Um, The difference between the Omeruvian and the Doublewood. The Doublewood, same, aged 18 years... It's just that's double was proofed down from fifty five point eight down to forty. I see. I see. Right. Whereas this is this is cast strength. Yes. Same spirit. Same age. Same everything. Just proofed and just. So added, if you add water, water to this, you're going to end up with a double wood essentially. Pretty is what much. You're telling me. Yeah. So it's nice to have the option, isn't it, Dave? And more good news. You can get this in the UK. If so, be fifty five point eight eight proof. Eighteen. Is it the thirty five? No, we've gone up to 50 for this one. Right, so it's a bigger bottle. Yeah. The last one was 25 years old and the Whiskey Exchange. And it was 150 quid for 35. Correct. That was a single malt, 21 year. This is 18 year cast strength. So it's a, you know, might be a bit difficult to judge there, but. I think it's at least 120. For a 50 CL, 110 pounds. This is so much so better value. So you're talking about 130, Mate, 140 quid. That's for so standard. much better value than the first one we had. It's, it's just different for a start. And yeah, I agree with you. If I'm going to buy one of those two in, that are on offer in the UK, I'm going to go with this every day of the week. Yeah. It's unique. It's just wonderful. The first one was good. The first one was really good. But you could tell, tell by my reaction when we were drinking it mm. and you told me the price. It wasn't that value. Like I didn't feel... Like, you just telling me how much that is. I would spend that if I had it. I would spend it <laughs> on this whiskey because actually that's so good, mm. especially for a cast strength. So you can water it down if you want, and, exactly, and, and, and make it make it go a bit longer if you want to. Exactly. Yeah, it's just really nice. I mean, 
I'm not loving these just because they remind me of my holiday. I'm loving these, especially they're, this one. They're, they're freaking different. good, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, especially these last two. They're the just uh, two very special. unique to to them, I think. It's exactly what you want. From so they got that New Zealand wine character. Yeah. I did enjoy the Pinot Noir was out there. Oh, man. I'm, I'm still- I'm pretend like I remember what the I'm, Pinot Noir hey, tastes my, like. But the finish is still going. It's still going. I haven't had a sip for in days. A, at least two minutes, I don't think. And it's still there. Mm. That fruitiness, the grapes, the raisins. Oh. It does still have the grapiness that the last one had. It doesn't taste like a 55 either. No, absolutely not. It's not, it's just flavour. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not blowing, it's not blowing my, my shirt off with, uh, <laughs> not in here, please. Yeah, it's not, with, with strength. It's not making me go, oh, God. I think the best whiskies we've had that are normally high ABV are those ones that, that are high ABV without knocking your socks off. Mm. And still loads of flavour, because you get all the yeah. extra flavour, but it doesn't feel like you're drinking pure alcohol. Actually, you'd got a special drink, and this I would call a special yeah. drink. Yeah. Oh my God, Nick, that's amazing. A bit more. And I think this is the dark, darkest oh, so whiskey we've thick. ever had, isn't it? It's definitely up there. No, I think it is, because this is the one I always bring up when we're talking to people. They're like, oh, it's very dark. And I'm always like, well, look at this bad boy or bad girl. I mean, it's almost red. It's almost red, isn't it? It's almost like... I don't know. What what spirit is like port. rum? I mean, rum or port? Do you know or- what? This actually reminds me of drinking port. That's what this reminds me of. This reminds me of drinking port. Now, port's nowhere near as strong as this, but no. this has got a similar vibe to drinking port. And I love port. So that's why if you love port and you love whiskey, this is it. And it's not port casks. It's not like this has come from no. Oloroso, which is a port. This has come from red wine casks. And I know they're the same family. It's for red- Is Oloroso sherry or port? Uh, sherry. Oh, is it sherry? What's yeah. a, PX is a, is a port, right? That's a dessert wine. That's still right. a sherry. What's, have we done port cask finish? We have. Yeah, we must have. Have, have we done a port cask? You're right, Oloroso sherry. Yeah. No, we've done I'm rum. assuming that's a thing. I'm assuming that port cask must be a thing. Yeah, it is. Oh, we'll have to get on that, Dave. We'll have to get on that. Absolutely, we'll have to get on that. But this reminds me of port. Does, do, you, do you not agree with that? Yeah, I see it. I could pour you a glass Even of port just the right health, now. It just feels thicker than the yeah, others. And absolutely. Of course, port and is that, exactly, which is a port thing, right? Was it you who did a, a bottle of port once, thinking absolutely. it was a red wine? Absolutely. Well, I knew I knew it was port. <laughs> I didn't. I thought it was red wine. Yeah, the was whole port. bottle of port. Yeah, yeah. That was, a, that was a fun night. But port's not, like, it's not as strong as this. Right. But yeah. it's, it's in terms of texture. Yes, that thickness, uh, syrupiness. Which is your favourite, Dave? This one. Yeah. Your Moruvian. But but the last two have been very special. They've all been great. Mm. They've all been great. In terms of value for money, this one. Oh, yeah. Compared to that first one. It's just a bit different, a bit so special, different. isn't it? And again, you can... Uh, well, the last two are the same, just different proofs. So you can get a bit more at your money. And they don't do this one anymore here. So, yeah, the one you got, you can actually get, Dave, if you want to get it. And an affiliate link to the Whiskey Exchange for that whiskey will be in our show notes, everyone. And the other ones you can get as well. And, and anyone listening who's thinking, what do I get, Dave, for Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I haven't said that this year. for me. I have, not, I have not said that this year. That's a very expensive That's early. What, are we August? Not even September yet. We're, ca- we're getting That's there, the mate. cut-off in the supermarkets, isn't it? Beginning no, of September for it? Christmas. All right, I shouldn't have mentioned Look at him. Sorry, Look everyone. Him. Sorry. Get, get the ki- kids back to school, then they start Christmas. I'm just thinking I really want a bottle of this. That's what I'm thinking. Mm. I really, this is, you know. <laughs> I'll put here, colouring. No. All right, so, no, no. So, so this week, uh, I've visited a couple of friends and as a, as a result, like my best buddy Joe, I met up with him the other day and I knew we were going to have a couple of whiskeys. We had a, it was really nice. And I was like, right, what can I take him that I've learned over the last year, which would show some stuff that I know he wouldn't have tasted before. 
Yeah. And he likes whiskey. But I know he's not going to have had anything like this. So Bren, mm. uh, Bimba, and uh, the Westland, yes. Ariana 4. They no. were the three. I, I was no. like, I, I want to I give him a sample of each of those so he can go, I've never had a whiskey like that before. Yeah. And this is another one that I think if you've got in your it's it's perfect for those moments when you've got someone around who likes a whiskey and you're like, you're not going to have had something like this. Mm. And it's special. Yeah. And it is special. And sure, they may still prefer a peatier whiskey mm. or a peaty whiskey because this isn't peaty at all. That may be their preference, but they're still going to appreciate, oh my God, this is really good. Yeah. It's really good. Especially that ABV. Yes. Here we go. Thank you, Nicholas. You're very welcome, Dave. Welcome to Nick's Bar. Oh, yeah, I'll come again. I had to I'll do de- something special, didn't mate, I? I'll definitely come again. <laughs> well, we're doing the, uh, we're doing another episode in a minute anyway. But uh, <laughs> you're welcome. Hey, December 14th, 2021, Nick here. As I said at the top of the show, we recorded this episode back in August when Dave came up to Manchester. Um, It was his first time at the bar. That's why the continuity might be a bit off. Soz. Anyway, I just wanted to give you an update on the New Zealand whiskey collection because, as we talked about in this episode, the whiskies they have on offer are from reserve stocks. But it has come to my attention that they have actually been distilling new liquid over the last few months. They've actually installed a distillery at Spates Brewery in Dunedin on the South Island of New Zealand, and they are now producing new make spirits ready for maturation at their warehouse in Omaru. It's been run by their new general manager and head distiller, Michael Byers, along with Cyril Yates. And they've actually released some photos and video of them distilling on their Instagram, which I'll be linking in the show notes. So there you go. Great to see them making new liquid. We'll keep an eye on their progress and we might revisit them in the future podcast. I'll now hand you back to slightly more youthful versions of myself and Mr. Dave Giles. You're listening to Whiskey and Things. Oh, mate. Special day, this. So there we go. Special day. We started off. And do you know what? This works. This has worked. It felt a bit weird getting into it. I'm not going to lie. I'm and we've really, had to shut the windows. It's a very muggy day we're, today. Yeah, we're quite warm. And I've just put a really tight rugby top <laughs> yeah. on made of probably like synthetic fibres and uh, I'm sweating a bit. Yeah, I'm a bit warm, but this has worked. It's really nice to be in the same room with you and, and have the instant reaction. Yeah. And and body language and all that kind of stuff, which you don't get. You don't um, so maybe, hopefully it's not too difficult for you to edit. Yeah. No. And uh, as well, um, I'll just invoice you for the whiskey you've had. <laughs> As well, I've seen this. this. This wasn't free, by the way. Absolutely, especially those prices. What are you talking about? Absolutely. So yeah, I'll you send top. you an invoice. Yeah, got thirty days. Don't worry about it. It's loads of time. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, so there we go. Um, ah, God dear, I've driven all the way here, spent all that money on petrol, and he's now charging me. It's all right. We're doing the gig tonight. <laughs> you know that straight back. Fine, you have my fee. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be about right, I think. <laughs> Anyway, uh, if you'd like to support the podcast, <laughs> talking of money. <laughs> you like to support these whiskies. Well, that was timing, wasn't it? <laughs> it was amazing. Talking of giving us money yeah, and allowing us. my pocket, everyone. This is my holiday money. I'm still paying this credit card bill off for these. Hey, anyway. no, this is a serious point, though. Like, you know, we've now been doing this for quite a while. And uh, you don't earn money from podcasts. And I don't understand it, right? If you stream a podcast on Spotify, no one earns any money from it. I, a three-minute song, 
You earn and it. I earn, it may be tiny amount, but I earn something from it, yeah. right? So thank you to everyone who who has in some way contributed, be it buying a merchandise, using our affiliate link, joining our Patreon, uh, whatever you, if you have done something, thank you so much. If you haven't, that's absolutely fine as well. If you're enjoying a podcast, you don't have to. That's the beautiful thing no, about it. But yeah. if you are able to and you're willing and you've enjoyed what we're doing, it does mean we can treat ourselves and get some other whiskies because um, although we are getting sent a few things every now and then, there's other things we'd like to do which we can't, which which aren't being sent to us, and, and things like that, or go to places and and all those kind of things. So, um, as the world is opening up, if you can help us out and make it make this doable for us, because at the end of the day, we're two musicians who haven't worked for for eighteen months. So uh, anyway, enough begging. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah th- thank you to anyone who has joined Patreon or donated or bought merchandise or gone on our Zazzle page. No, that exists as well. Some great stuff there. We haven't really pushed the Zazzle. We We don't push push that enough. We don't push that enough. But um, We don't live enough either. Well, in fairness, Nick, for for all all the things we do, I don't think actually we bring up this very... We do this very often and actually say... No, we don't. You know, Nick Nick does go out and buy a bottle of whiskey every now and then. I buy a bottle of whiskey every now and then. It all adds up. And yes, we enjoy it and all that kind of stuff. But equally, we're trying to make something for people to be entertained by, hopefully. Or learn from something from... Or laugh at us for how amateurish we are. Either way, we hope you're enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, on that note, the Angels have had their share. You've had your share. I've definitely had my share, You've mate. Had more than your share. Had, yeah. Four whiskeys and <laughs> a show. Four whiskeys and one show. I think that's a record, isn't it? Yeah. Four. And, and do you know what, to the whiskey show, mate. Do you know what's amusing about that, mate? It might not be amusing at all. I'm thinking of the famous band from New Zealand called uh, called Crowded House, who have a song called Four Seasons in One Day. And all I can think of right now is. Four whiskeys in one day. <laughs> there you go. You, you broke out into song, and now I've broke out into song, and wow. that's probably the death. So stagey. Just, just end. Just end the show. Just end it. Anyway, cheers. Cheers. Thanks, Thanks for, for coming. coming. Whiskey and Things has been brought to you by And Things Productions. <laughs>